0: Welcome back to the podcast, Growth and James fans. This is episode number 14 of the show, and now my fourth solo episode. I want to thank all the listeners for continuing to be here, to support, and to grow with me. I hope this podcast has been helpful, and I hope it has sparked some sort of self-improvement and growth within your own life. I also hope you have enjoyed the music suggestions and enjoyed the content thus far. Now, without further ado, let's jump into it. As you all know, life is complicated. The way I like to think of life is that it's non-linear. Linear Linear in a sense that time continues to pilot our ship in one direction, but non-linear in the sense that we oscillate back and forth between life paths when we make decisions. I want to provide a visual representation for how I'm about to describe life, but for the time being, try and follow along and picture this with me. So imagine a graph that has an X and a Y axis. You are a dot on a graph, and there is a straight line running from your dot to a vertical line. That is a horizontal line from dot to vertical line. Now the beginning dot is when you were born, and there's like a little squiggly line, and then another dot, and that's where you are right now. I'm not going to focus on that squiggly line, but right now I want you to focus on the line connecting the beginning of the dot and the end line. Where it intersects the vertical line is a straight line. But what we fail to realize is that there are an infinite number of parallel lines beside the one line that I initially just described. So think about it if you have a sheet of paper. You have a bunch of horizontal lines running parallel. Now just think about that for a second. Those are all the live paths that you can constantly be moving back and forth between. And when we make a decision There are usually two choices, and a choice to do nothing. The choice to do nothing leaves you stationary on the current path that you are on. Choosing one thing has you move from your current path to the path next to you, that other horizontal line. Choosing something else has you move from the path that you were first on to a different horizontal line in the opposite direction. And this continues on with every decision you make. If you remember back to high school math, I like to visualize it like this. So cosine and sine create oscillating hyperbolic lines between an amplitude of one and negative one on a graph, right? If you don't remember that, that's okay. I'm going to provide a visual representation of what I'm talking about on Instagram once this episode releases. Now imagine the zero axis as the path that you are currently on. It's basically a straight line from zero till that end line, right? That end final vertical line where you cross the finish line. And again, that finish line is where you complete life, where you cease to exist on this planet. Now imagine the zero axis as the path that you are currently on, and every time you make a choice, you move up one unit or down one life unit. And think about this as you're jumping up from one path to another. Now at one and negative one, so you're at zero. At one and negative one are other parallel lines, different life paths. They're all separate, right? And with each decision, we move back and forth or further away from the current life path we are on. So life is the sum of these choices that create a pattern or theme within the grand scheme of what is going on in our lives. And that falls on the spectrum of negative or positive. So that is objectively up to you to decide where your current path lies and how far you are from where you want to be. This is the part of the podcast where I invite you to assess where you currently are at in life. You know assess these are my strengths these are my weaknesses and these are my struggles you know this is what I'm really really crushing it on in life and this is what I'm continuing to fall down on in life now let me get personal and provide you all with a couple of examples of where I struggle within life and where I find that some of my strengths are in life Something that I've struggled with a lot of my life and something that I still struggle with to this day is needing external validation for my decisions. And more broadly, this can just be summarized as not trusting in my own decision-making process. This can be seen from something as recent as you know deciding not to go to law school this fall. I decided not to go to law school this fall. And there came a point in time when I had submitted all my applications in September, towards the end of September when I was like, did I make the right decision? Am I going to end up in a place where I'm unhappy? Am I going to end up, you know, in the same place but a year later? Some of those things crossed my mind and some of that doubt crept in. And it wasn't until I got one of my first law school acceptances that I was able to reaffirm to myself, oh, I made the right decision. But I realized that that line of thought and that pattern of behavior of, not knowing that I made the right decision until something externally confirms it to me that I did is problematic because that won't always be the case in life. I have to be able to trust in the decisions I am making, have confidence in my ability to make good decisions, and trust that God will carry me to where I'm supposed to be in life. He will straighten my path, if you will, and make sure that my path is pointed in the right direction. So that's one of the things that I've been struggling with lately that I wanted to share with y'all. One of the other things that I've been struggling with is being quick to anger. I think that comes up a lot in a lot of my relationships where they're very emotionally invested. I think anger is something that is familial, right? It seems to be something that runs in my family. But for me, it's something that I've tried to combat my whole life. It's something that I didn't want to to be a fundamental part of who I am. So the ways that I've been trying to combat this is to take a step back and to stop reacting on impulse and emotion and to be more calculated in my decision-making and in my reactions I've also been struggling with sometimes drinking too much right I've had a couple nights where I've had too much to drink and that puts me in a position where I'm more likely to react in a negative way I'm more likely to react angrily And for me, that's something that I have to step back and assess as to whether or not drinking in the capacity that leads me to make these problematic decisions or puts me at a higher predisposition to make those problematic decisions, if that's even worth doing with the risk of making those decisions, right? And I know this seems weird to say and to disclose to y'all, but I think Openness is key and openness has been something that I've been very strong on in this podcast So I think it's important to to highlight my shortcomings and you know Not just highlight the the high points of my life that we see externally Maybe you see from the outside that I'm doing well But just know that there's things that I still struggle with on a daily basis There's things that I'm trying to get better at day in and day out Another thing that I've noticed that I've struggled with or that I can do a lot better on is just communicating with my family members I feel like I haven't reached out to a lot of them, specifically my grandparents and some of my siblings as well. You know, not keeping that constant line of communication open, not checking in as much as I need to be, not letting them know that I love them as much as I do. And I think that's probably the most important part, right? It's not about just checking in for the sake of checking in or checking in frequently, but telling them how I feel and telling them I love you. I understand that life is crazy, I understand that life is moving in a bunch of different directions, but it's important to to highlight to your loved ones that you love them because they won't always be there. Now these aren't inherently bad things, right? But they're behaviors that when frequented can create a pattern of problematic behavior that lead you off the right path. Now some of the things that I've been hitting it out of the park on to say include being a good listener, being a good friend, and being a good student. Now it seems to me obviously I'm overly critical of myself but the bad seems to outweigh the good in this situation so again life is the culmination of all these little decisions thoughts and actions now comes the big question with this may be somewhat hard to visualize graph like depiction I've drawn for you in your own head what is the destination that vertical line where you cease to exist what is the destination what is the goal Does the goal or destination change when you make a decision and jump onto the next path. If it does, is that good? Is that bad? Or is that neutral? So, again, no matter where you are headed in life, no matter what your goal is in life, you will inevitably cease to exist at some point in time. You will cross that finish line. But if you think back to the graph that I just drew for you, that visual conception of where are you going to be crossing that finish line, and is where you're going to be crossing that finish line aligned to where you want to be crossing that finish line. So, I do not have a certain answer to any of those questions, but right now I want to walk through how I view it. Regardless of the answer to those questions, it is important that we live by a rule of life, a why to all that we are doing. Shout out Father Mike Schmitz, he actually discussed this in his homily on Sunday, which is crazy because I was set to release this episode last week. This just further confirms that I should be talking to y'all about this. Now for me, my rule of life is to love, to serve, and to use my God-given abilities to make this world a little bit better one day at a time. Now what do I mean by that? Let's break that down. The first part, to love. So I believe that I'm called to love fully, I'm called to love judge-free, I'm called to love despite your flaws and because of your flaws. And i'm called to love in a way that mirrors that of god he loves us unconditionally he loves us because we are imperfect human beings and he loves us despite of all our imperfections and our flaws and i think this translates in my life to loving all people around me whether you be friend foe stranger opposite political spectrum opposite way of life i think my job And my rule of life that I have been trying to implement is to love everyone despite all of that. Despite my human imperfections and my human tendencies to not do so, I am challenging myself and encouraging myself to live in a way where I am able to fully love all other people in a way that God has bestowed upon me. To radiate that outward. Now the second part, let's continue to break that down. To serve. So I believe fundamentally as a Catholic and as a follower of Christ, that I'm called to serve in a way that he served this world. And I think that I've been fortunate to be financially privileged, to be in a position where I'm able to give back and to serve with either time or financial resources. And I think this is much more grand scheme than right now, right? I think it goes into what I want to do for my career. I think for my career, it's important that I use my life, my Career, my education to serve other people who have been in similar situations that I have been. So, I said in the past that I was incarcerated, that I went through the criminal justice system, and I think it's important that I use my financial privilege, my second chance to give back to the people who are not as fortunate as I, to have the financial resources that I did, the privilege of skin color that I did the privilege of educational resources that I did in order to obtain a second chance in life. I think it's important that I serve members of the criminal justice system, racial minorities, ethnic minorities, low socioeconomic status in that way. But larger than that, I'm called to evangelize. I'm called to bring others closer to God. I'm called to glorify God in my daily life and to show others that because of the way that I live, It is attractive, it is contagious, and it makes you want to live in a way that is similar to me. So that doesn't mean that you must become Catholic because I am Catholic or because you are attracted to my lifestyle. That means that you genuinely believe that I am a good person and that I want to be a good person. I strive to be a good person and that you see that and you say, hey, I want to do that as well. I really admire the way he lives his life. I want to be a good role model for the Catholic Church for faith life for god and i want to encourage people to be open to that call as well now the last part of this to use my god-given abilities to make this world a little bit better one day at a time i think we can get so caught up all of us in the day-to-day tasks whether that be work school work or general just life things right the mundane that we forget that we have a unique gift And that is that each day we wake up and we are still here. And I think it's important for me specifically, in accordance with my rule of life, that I leave this world a better place each day that I wake up, that I am given a beautiful gift, so blessed to be here each and every day, that I use that gift to put something back into the world and make it a little bit better. And that can be something as simple as saying hello to someone at the grocery store that looks like they're having a bad day. Smiling at someone that is you know, dejected from society, someone that is homeless and on the corner. Maybe you're not able to financially help them at that time, but maybe you're able to just look at them, look into their eyes and smile. Think about how often they're looked away from, they're shunned. Think about how often they're pushed to the side. I think there's a lot of ways that we can give back and make the world a better place one day at a time. That could be through showing someone empathy, showing someone sympathy, listening to someone without talking, just being there for someone, being in someone's presence. It is my hope that through this rule of life that I have established, that I will be drawn closer and closer each day to my goal. But it's important to know that your rule of life is unique to you. Live your life according to your rule because no one else's rule applies to your life or your goal so another question what is your destination your rule of life must help you get to your destination my destination is heaven with checkpoints at marriage and family maybe yours looks different and that's perfectly okay but it is important that you have a destination and that you have a why because you can endure any what in life as long as you have a strong why as father mike said on sunday Your roadmap has to actually get you to your destination and your rule will help keep your destination straight. I lastly want to highlight that life happens, right? Bad things happen, mistakes happen, bad choices are made and bad choices happen. And we will divert from our path at times. We will be on a trajectory to miss our destination, our goal at times, but we can always return to our path and straighten our trajectory by living according to our rule. I hope this made sense to you all. I hope this was enjoyable and thought provoking. And I encourage you to honestly assess where you currently are in life, to assess your strengths and weaknesses, to contemplate your destination, and to formulate your rule of life that you can live by. This is usually where I would segue into music, but I want to leave you with what I just talked about to think and to reflect. And I will plug some music suggestions in on Instagram instead. To end, I would like to say. That I know this year has been hard and the election season has made it even harder. I know maybe the election and talk of the election and everything political is getting beat with a dead horse. But regardless of your political affiliation, I encourage you all to be kind to other people, to love your neighbors unconditionally, even when it is hard to, and to check in on those who this may be affecting in a profound way. So we cannot control other people's actions but we can control how we respond to those actions. And I encourage you to respond with kindness and to respond with empathy. Pray for those around you, and I will be praying for you all this week. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Please like, comment, give the podcast a rating in whatever app you're listening on. Follow the podcast on Instagram and share with a friend if you can. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Growth in James podcast. I'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody.